Hey, it's Coco and Carly, and we are the hosts of Soul Rehab. Each week, we'll inspire you to get back on Blueprint through our experiences and journey living through a higher vibration and consciousness. Because ultimately, we are spiritual beings having human experiences. This is your vibrational experience. Welcome back to Soul Rehab. This episode is a big one. This is where we talk about energy. I am what I would label an energy mentor, and everybody's always like, what is energy? What is vibration? What does all of this language mean? This is honestly the way that the world is moving. This is who we are. We are energetic beings, and this is when we start unpacking it all for you, start teaching you and mentoring you on what energy truly is and how it works and applies to your life. So grab a glass of water, maybe grab a cup of coffee and really just take it all in. This is the beginning of your energetic energy experience. And this is kind of the intro to energy for who we truly are. So we hope that you guys love this episode and share your feedback on our Instagram, Soul Rehab Podcast, and we're here to answer any questions that you have. Enjoy. Well, we're back. We're back. This is our second episode, and I feel like a good topic today is energy. As you heard when we came out of you know the spiritual closet in the last episode and my awakening and Carly's awakening and, you know, all of that knowledge, you're probably sitting there wondering what the heck is energy? Yeah. Cause I, and I know for me it was like, Oh, energy is something that I burn off when I work out. <laughs> yeah. Or what's right. Our, like that's the, or another the question is you're probably processing that I can do body heat maps and I talk about density and you're like, what's density? Yeah. So you probably have a lot of questions, so we're just going to start with the basics. We're going to start downloading some information for you so you can understand more about who you are and what energy is and how the whole world is energy, and I feel like we've just been missing the beat for generations. Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) Here's your color guy, Coco. (laughs) So energy. So Everything in the world runs on a vibrational frequency. We are all energy. So my voice right now, when I channel and I'm getting downloads from, say we want to call it source, that is a vibrational frequency coming through me and coming through as energy using my voice. The headphones that you're listening on, you know, your cell phone, your bed, your clothing, it's all energy. It's all made out of you know, to go down the rabbit hole, it's all made out of something, um, molecules, atoms, it's all a frequency that makes up energy. Time does not exist. Okay, what? It, <laughs> time does not exist, <laughs> Let's people. Let's repeat that. So time is a human construct. It does not exist. So outside of time, we go into a thing called quantum physics And we go into the fact that everything is energy. So that's a whole other rabbit hole conversation. But just to start opening up your mind and expanding it, 
we are spiritual beings having a human experience. So outside of time, before you came into this body, you made a blueprint for yourself. You made a decision on who you're going to meet, how you're going to live, what karma you're going to reverse, and all these things. I know this is a lot, and like a lot of people want to be like, okay, you're (laughs) losing it. But you know what? It's the truth. So when you made this blueprint, you then came into this body as a soul in the form of energy. So our soul at the end of the day is energy. Mm -hmm. Are you following? I'm following. (laughs) Are you following? (laughs) Yeah. So our soul is energy. So when we die, where do we go? That's like the big question. Where do we go? I think that's everyone's question. If you look at any religion, there's, that's like the number one thing that they tie everything back to. Yes. Right. So how is it though, just without having any knowledge about anything, you're always like, Oh, I know my grandma's around me. I feel Mm -hmm. her. You know, I saw that sign from my dad. You know, you've been hearing that your whole entire life, but energy never dies. It just transforms into something else. Mm -hmm. So when you die, you're just energy that continues on. And so when you say continue on, do you mean in this world that we know is our reality or does it go beyond that it's beyond we're infinite beings so that's whole rabbit hole material but we are infinite beings like we I can't even begin to start downloading all that because I just it's a lot um but you know there's star seeds there's other galaxies we're not alone in this universe whether you want to believe it or not we just aren't Mm -hmm. so your energy exists so someone like me And let's be honest, everybody in this world is psychic. Everybody in this world has an intuition. Everybody in this world can tap into things. It's just that the sand has dimmed your light and you forgot how. Mm -hmm. So someone like me who has really taken the sand off of them and can connect, I'm connecting to the energy signature of the person who's passed away. So everybody has a specific energy signature. So when I go into a full channel, I can access anybody who's ever lived across time, all, all things, because I'm accessing their energy signature. And because, you know, time doesn't exist and because energy never dies, that's how you are then able to tap into it at any point within our concept of time. Yes. Right. So, so it's all happening, let's say, for our minds simultaneously. Yes. So right now, every single life that you've ever lived, every single, um, you know, moment that has ever existed is happening right now. So that's a lot, I feel like, for people to understand. But it's like one of those things, once you kind of understand it or you've experienced it, it's it's not hard to understand it anymore. (laughs) Like listening to us, you might think, this is so out there. This is so shocking. But this is the words that are coming through, take them for what they are. If it resonates Mm -hmm. great, if it doesn't, it doesn't. But honestly, like there's so much to it. So energy is that, okay? So we are energetic beings and we have been honestly missing the beat on that for generations. You know, we were born into the lives that we're born into with the families that we were born into. And I don't know about you, but it was like, we're here to live and die. Oh yeah. 
For sure. Well, that's what you're, that's basically what you're taught, right? Yes. And while you're here, it's like everything that you're doing, you need to do properly. So then when you do die, you end up going to a place of whatever you want to call it, your nirvana, your heaven, whatever. So it's, it's, yeah. Sorry. Continue on. Yeah. So you, you're told that you live and die and you don't know anything else. You think that you live and you die and you go to the doctor and the doctor helps you with any illness and you don't know why you got an illness. They can maybe say, well, you know, this happened or that happened, but the root cause of maybe why you have a thyroid problem, no Mm -hmm. one really ever knows, you know, 90% of the time why you have it. Or if you develop celiac disease, Mm -hmm. people don't, know exactly why you have that allergy. So in my opinion, and in my work, it's because we're energetic beings, meaning that we have all these experiences that we've had in our life. And it's trying to move through our body. And it gets stuck. So for an example, say you um, were four years old, and you're playing with your imaginary friends. And your dad comes into the room and tells you not, who are you talking to? Don't talk to these imaginary friends anymore. Which happens so often. Yes. Like, uh, takes your light and dims it. Because mm-hmm. somebody dimmed your light in your life. And Everybody. Told you, and told you it was wrong, instilled fear. That yes. Type, that type so say this happened to you, just an example. So this dimmed your light. So from that moment forward, you're carrying density in your body that you've never removed because you didn't even know it was a trauma point for you. It was a moment in your life where density stuck onto your body because Mm -hmm. it, it, it could not leave because you were altered. You're like in your mind, you're thinking, why can't I talk to my friends? Cause they were real to you. They were your friends and somebody came and told you it was wrong. So we've all had that like shock, that pit in our stomach Mm -hmm. when somebody's told us that we were wrong or that wasn't right. Or, you know, your boyfriend texts you and says, we need to have a talk. That pit in your stomach stays if you don't release it. So over decades or over years, that energy then manifests out in the form of a disease because your energetic body has been trying to release it or heal it and hasn't been able to. Right. So it's almost like to put in like terms that maybe we can all understand. It's like any of those chronic diseases, illnesses, whatever that keeps popping up in your in your life and no one can tell you why, it's probably deeper rooted and it's energy. Yes. And it's wild because so much of what we carry isn't even our own. You know, so much is lineage from, you know, our parents. Like using me as an example, I thought that I was fat my whole entire life. That was a narrative that I cannot honestly remember not saying to myself, rooting back for as far as I can remember, like we're talking grade two, maybe grade three. Mm-hmm. And obviously combined with my self-worth wound, you know, it was a, it was a snowball my whole life. Like it was just a pattern that I repeated over and over and over. Even when say I was my tiniest, I'd be like, I'm fat, I'm fat, I'm right. fat. Until I started doing my work in the last four years, I'm like, okay, this is really weird. Like, I feel like I was born with the language of I'm fat. Right. Right. So then I started doing my work, peeling away the layers, and I realized that that was lineage, Mm. that I had had energy transferred over from my mom while I was in her womb Mm -hmm. of I'm fat, I'm fat, I'm fat, and that energy moved on to me. 
Right. Yeah. So, so many people, I just, I've had, I just did some work in the past week with people who have had lineage. They're carrying the wounds of their mom. They're carrying the wounds of their dad. And they're then attracting those instances into their life. And they're sitting here being like, this is so weird. Like, I really don't hate myself this much. Yet I keep attracting these relationships and these things that are causing a wound that's not even mine. Right. And, and causing that language within your, your own mind as yes. well, right? Yeah. And it's that whole, and everything is energy. Like even this morning, I'm like, I am feeling the energy of somebody who is, you know, 50,000 miles yeah. away. Yeah. Because there is no borders with energy. You can feel energy across, across time and space. So if you think about when a tragedy happens in the world, like a natural disaster, or, you know, um, I know for me personally, a couple years ago, when the Las Vegas shooting happened, we felt that energy, Mm -hmm. you know, when the Humboldt bus crash happened, you felt that energy. I remember waking up that morning and being like, the world feels somber. Yeah. Right. Like you could feel that energy. Yeah. People will say that, like, I can walk into the room and it's so intense, I could cut it with a knife. Yeah. But then they don't stop to think. To to analyze it. They just, it is what it is. This is what I've been told. I just have to power through it. Yeah. So if you think about that, how many instances have you walked into a room when you're like, it's so tense in here? Or this feels like super shady in here? You know, I just feel super weird. That's energy. And I can guarantee you probably 95% of the time people don't follow that intuition or no, that feeling. They just say it. They, chalk they can it up feel as, it is a coincidence. Yes, like exactly. they just, they don't understand that they're feeling that energy. So we have so many chords with people. We have so many things intertwined throughout our whole entire life. You know, sexual relationships that you've had with people, you know, you're still intertwined with the energy of that person, the chords of that person, because you've never cut them. You've never realize that you are carrying the energy of that person for for your entire life until you recognize it and cut those cords. So so what you're yeah, you're so you're talking about cords now. So can you explain to us what that is specifically? Yeah, so you have an energetic cord with anybody um, that you're having, you know, relationships with, a soul contracts with anything. So, you know, you will have, a, you will develop cords with people. So using me as an example, um, when I first had my awakening and um, I was going through my stuff that you learned about in the previous episode where I was going through a breakup and then I had met this mentor and he did a session with me. He's like, okay, we're going to cut cords with your ex. And I was like, cut what? Like <laughs> I couldn't even like wrap my head around what he was saying. But now it's such a beautiful thing because of course, after, you know, a 16 year relationship, you're going to have so many cords, not even physical cords, like talking about say finances or talking about, you know, custody, if you have children, custody, if you have children or materialistic things or homes, like obviously those are all physical cords, but energetically you have cords, right? Right. So you have to cut those like hundreds and thousands of times because as you're going through a breakup and as you are moving from a new relationship, you're gonna have these cords. Mm-hmm. And these cords are gonna keep pulling at you and keep pulling you back into that energy system of the relationship that you had with that person. Right. And so what is that? I feel like the answer is gonna be is it's different for everyone, but what does that process of cutting cords look like for an individual? 
So you can cut cords many ways, like consciously, like do a cord cutting, um, session in your mind mm-hmm. and like someone like me and there's so many mentors and people out there that can teach you how to cut cords and just being conscious that you are connected to this person and I've talked about this a lot is you know say you've broken up with your ex-boyfriend and it's been like five years and all of a sudden you start like having like super big dreams about him yeah. and you're like oh my goodness like something's wrong with me I'm dreaming about him or her so much this is ridiculous But what it actually is, is if you have been doing the work and you cut cords on your side and you're, and you're in a good place with, with your healing and your journey, and that person hasn't moved on Mm -hmm. or hasn't cut cords, they're now thinking about you and they're having this conversation outside of time. So cords keep coming reattached all the time in all of our relationships. So, yeah. So that's another great point. So Let's say um, I have a cord with someone and I do the work and, and I've cut it. Can that cord reappear even though All the I'm doing time. the work? All the time, constantly. Yeah. Because you're as you're doing the work, you're still slipping slipping and sliding back into that energy, right? Right, Or it's reattached or we do something like we go stalk their Facebook or yeah. we, you know. You drive by the house. Yes, or, yeah. you reattach the cords. Right. And then you just have to like constantly have to be like, I'm cutting this cord. I'm cutting this cord. And when you don't have the cords cut and you're going through that, it's such a shit storm Mm -hmm. because your energy and their energy is so mixed up as one still when you're trying to leave. So your intent is so off. Do you understand? Like Mm -hmm. your intent is we're having a breakup. I'm moving on. It doesn't matter if it was your decision or not. You're, you're, you're going through a breakup. Like it is done. The intent is we're having a breakup, but then you're still going through that energy storm, right? Of all those feelings and all that thing. And it's a process to remove the cords. Mm -hmm. Otherwise it just, it keeps sucking back onto you. It keeps sucking back onto you in your life force. So some people, you know, never cut cords, never let go. And that's then the, you know, how, their energetic body starts manifesting out stuff as well. So that could be a cause of density as well. Yes, 100% is like the cords that you have with, you know, a lot. I've seen it a lot too with um, adults who had really hard childhoods Mm -hmm. with their parents and, you know, a lot of strong conditioning and trauma and they want to let go of their parents for whatever reason, but they're such strong cords. I've seen it also, um, in sexual abuse, you know, molestation. I seen one that had a a tree trunk in like the solar plex chakra, um, a cord. Right. And, you know, cut that and cut that and cut that we did. And that person has fully come full circle with that, that healing. And is that such a good place? That cord is completely gone. So it is possible to, to have it completely. Oh, hundred percent. But 100%. The, it's the work that but j- put the, in. the work has to be put in and it's part of the healing journey and just realizing mm-hmm. that we're energetic beings and think about it. How many of us have, especially in our younger years, you know, we're having fun. It's like, Oh, I hooked up this night. And then a week later you hook up again. And all of a sudden, you know, it's like, Oh, in my year, I've had a lot of sexual partners and you've never stopped to be, to think anything more than it was right. just fun. Right. But then you've like had all of those cords and all of those connections in your energetic body. You've carried their energy on you for the rest of your life. And us as women, 
a lot of fertility issues and a lot of stuff that gets carried in our womb because it's the whole, um, like sacral chakra yeah, this, area. Exactly. Yeah. So if you've been having a lot of, um, relations and a lot of that, it gets carried in there. It needs to be cleaned out because the energetic gets built up almost like tar on your teeth. Right. Right. And once you realize that we're just energy and we start removing energy and live as energetic beings, it's mind blowing how different you feel mm-hmm. because you no longer are looking at the external for power. You yourself stand in your power. Right. Because for most of our lives, we're sitting here giving our external power to everybody else. Well, I have to go and see this person. They're going to tell me what's wrong with me. Or I'm going to go do this because this is what this person told me. Or I can't do this because so-and-so said this. Yes. Yeah. So, So prior to, say, becoming aware of who you are, you sit in this, like, external power of giving everybody else a way your knowledge. Well, we've also kind of been conditioned just through how the world works with, you know, governments and different agencies. And, and even, I guess you could even bring it back to like your car, like you need a driver's license before you can drive it. Although, you know, some people that are the worst drivers in the world still have a license. Like that is giving away the power to external to an external source saying, yes, I validate that you can drive a car. Whereas it has nothing to do with the individual specifically internally. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, None of the labels that we've been giving ourselves matter, Mm -hmm. you know, and that was a really hard thing for me to accept, especially this year where it's like, I'm not, you know, Coco with that whole label behind me Mm -hmm. because we get so attached to the house we drive, the clothes, all the like materialistic things, but really I am Coco and I can do this Mm -hmm. instead of I am Coco, I'm a living portal. Right. Like I'm not defining myself by that label. It's like I am Coco and I can also channel and do this. I am Coco and I love fashion. I am Coco Mm -hmm. and I have a fauceted um, energetic signature of who I am and what I came here to do Mm -hmm. where we want to put ourselves in such this like box of this is my name and this is my label. Well, it's almost like when we always talk about this, but it's all those stories that you've created. So who are you when we actually strip away those stories and strip away those labels? And that signature, that's your signature in the end, right? Yes. That's your energy. That's your essence. And really, really honing in and realizing what and who that is, is astronomical. Because at the end of the day, like, when you close your eyes and you take a deep breath in and you're like, who am I? You start spilling out the labels. Mm -hmm. But when you really do the inner work and you start to realize that there is an energy inside of you that directs everything. Mm -hmm. But like I said previously, our ego has been in the front and ruling the show Mm -hmm. and the energy of who we are has been in the back. Right. And the whole journey of like your awakening and understanding that you're an energetic being is moving the energy of who you are to the front, to the front. Mm -hmm. So energy is everything. And it's, it's vibrations because energy vibrates. So everything vibrates. So when you want something in life, you'll see the old, I would say thought patterns of, well, law of attraction. Like if I just think it, it's going to come to me, you know, energy, it's going to come to me. Stay positive. Think positive. Yeah. Yeah. Positive thoughts, all that stuff. But what we have been learning, especially in this year is if your energy pipeline Mm -hmm. is not 
cleaned out and it's clogged with the conditioning, the programming, the limiting beliefs in your wounds. The ego. The ego. (laughs) It's really hard to manifest what you desire in pure intent. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's just talk about that for a moment. So you can have massive success in your life by, you know, work, by, by the hustle, and you can create all of that. And I'm living walking proof of that because I did that all. But I was always trying to do it out of pure intent through the filter of my energetic wounds. Mm-hmm. So being that I had a self-worth wound and I have a mother wound, um, I was the people pleaser to the next degree. I was so, I'm such an empath. I take on everyone else's energy. I did not have boundaries. I was doing everything for everybody else. And it was never, ever, ever good enough Mm -hmm. because I did not love myself. I did not love, you know, I was just trying to make all these people happy that didn't matter in the end. Mm -hmm. So my success was being filtered out of that. Right. So, so you're still seeing the success, but I think that, and this is where you're going. Um, it's not something that's there for the long term. It's not yes, sustainable. Because the energy of the creation of it is not gonna, it's, it's not going to be in alignment with who you truly are because we're all energy. So at the end of the day, my energy of alignment is joy, abundance, freedom. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was running out of fear I was running out of poverty, scarcity, lack, you know, guilt, shame. I was running out of all of that. So yeah, I was seeing massive success, but the energy, the creation of it all filtered through those keywords. And now in this new energy, everything that I'm creating is filtering through the other keywords, if that makes sense. Yep. So I think a really great um, example of this, to put it in other words too, that I recently saw on I think another podcast was the prime example of this is winning the lottery so anybody can win the lottery you know if you are lucky we'll say that I'm putting that word in quotations lucky enough to win but if you aren't vibrating at the correct frequency to like um to keep that win you are going to lose it. So a lot of people that win the lottery end up going into massive, massive debt because maybe they were, you know, in terms of hard work, working for it, they hustled for it. They're really, you know, they're putting their all into their life. But the thing that's missing is the intention behind that. And so when it came, it went really fast as well. Yeah, because their energy was not in alignment with that money. Exactly. So their energy was going to then create... um, the debt, yeah. the I'm not good enough, the whole, it filtered right through. So what I'm seeing right now is like a, a strainer for pasta, yeah, right? Like it just falls right through the strainer yeah. because it cannot be sustained. Well, there needs to be balance. Yes. So you have this big lotto win, but if you aren't at the vibration to sustain that, then there's also going to be the balance of that, which would be probably the debt to equalize that. And it's all energy. It's mm-hmm. all energy. Like, you can, you can feel the energy when you live and you maybe travel to certain cities and places too. Mm. You'll say, oh, the energy here is so great. Well, what is that? It's the consciousness that you're feeling. It's the energy of people that you're feeling, right? And I have lived and I have been in some places that are a lot darker, that are a lot de- denser, where the, there's a lot of wounds and a lot of closed-mindedness. And then 
you know, you move somewhere where the energy, you can just feel it. The vibration is higher, it's better. You know, even the groups of circles of people that you hang out with, you know, um, you can, you've heard it in your world. Well, that's low vibe or that's ghetto. You know, we're not trying to put labels or judge anybody, but I'm giving you an example where you feel the energy is just a lot more heavier. Nobody is better or worse than anyone else, but you can see the contrast in the consciousness and the energy of people, places, and things. So as energetic beings, and the more you vibe up, the more you do the work to clean out your vessel, the more things that you used to love don't resonate. Yeah. Oh, we can, we can speak to that for sure. Yeah. So it's like, I always say like we as, um, energetic beings are like a radio station, right? So for most of your life, say you're on radio station 90 FM, and then you start, you know, realizing that there's more to you than what you've been told. And you start doing the work, you start peeling away the layers, you start seeing life with a conscious outlook, you really start doing the inner work. And all of a sudden, the inner starts coming out energetically to the outer, and everything that no longer serves you starts going away. And that's friends. Mm -hmm. That's places. That's materialistic things. That's food, even. It's food. And I mean, like, I can speak, like, in the last five years, anybody who was in my life five years ago is not anymore. Mm -hmm. For the most part, there's still, you know, a crop of people that have what I would say is like old good friends who just accept me either way. But the people who really couldn't get on board with the vibration of who I was coming Mm -hmm. went away. Hardest work I ever had to do was just let them fall. Because I'm now say at now I'm at say 120 at NFP. FM and they're still at 90. There's a huge gap and you just can't resonate with the energy signatures of the two different. You can socialize for a time being if you need to, but honestly, I don't even put myself in those situations anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because also um Carly and myself are what we call empaths. Yeah. So maybe you want to speak to being an empath. Yeah, I, yeah, let's talk about that yeah. cuz that's still energy and whatnot. So basically being an empath um I guess the best way to describe it is you're someone that walks into a room and you just know. You just know that there's someone in that room that's sad. You just know that there's someone in that room that's maybe very happy. You're basically absorbing the um, energy that is being put out by the other people in a room. It doesn't even have to be people, I would say. Like, let's say, for example, food. So for me, if I go to a restaurant now and the food, if I'm eating meat, I'm trying not to because of this reason. But if the meat, for example, through the, the process, processing of it is not taken care of in the proper way, I will get physically sick because I am absorbing the energy of that meat or of that food. So basically an empath is someone that can pick up on the energy of other souls, I guess you could just say. Yeah. And I mean, there is, I have met a lot of extreme empaths and, you know, again, these are all labels, but just, you know, there's, there's a lot more people that are a lot more sensitive than others. You know, Mm -hmm. I know my partner, he's just like so monotone. He does not soak in energy at all. Does it mean that he does not have feelings and empathy? No, of course not. He has that, but it does not sway him. Like it does say me and Carly, his, his reactions and his feelings are purely him. He's not being influenced by other beings around. Yes. So that, you know, sometimes we're always like, oh, must be nice to be him (laughs) because we'll be talking us three say about a situation and it doesn't, he doesn't even understand 
you know, why we're letting it impact us. But obviously he understands that we're empaths. So he'll be like, Hey, you guys, like you're taking this on and we have like a whole conscious conversation about it. But how do you know you're an empath? I mean, I knew I was an empath. I didn't know I was an empath my whole entire life, but I'll tell you, um, when I lived in, um, Calgary back in my early twenties and I had an amazing marketing career, I struggled like struggled in corporate and I struggled in university just being around like all that stressed out energy in university Mm -hmm. and then when I moved into corporate I would get the worst like excruciating migraines I it was wild like for a good probably six years of my life migraines was a normal thing I remember I would sit on my with my head on my desk, just like hoping nobody would like come around or I'd be like so lethargic, like all the time, like head nods. And it was, I was always soaking in the energy of everyone in the office and, you know, people who didn't want to be there. And then because I had to entertain a lot with my position, um, I used to always break out in, in like severe, like a rash on my chest. And sometimes it would be so bad. It would, it would go on my forehead too. But now knowing who I am, that was energy coming through me being the living portal. I am, I was literally channeling energy, like whether it was a person that's passed away or whether it was the person I was talking to is like, um, guides of energy around them that wanted me to speak to them. I would, it was like embarrassing for me. Like I would be talking to somebody and all of a sudden my chest looks like I have, you know, a disease because my rash, if you follow um, me on Instagram, you'll see how it breaks out when energy and obviously is a lot more stronger now. Mm -hmm. So that was like me realizing that honestly, I just thought something was wrong with me. And then another thing that was consistent throughout my whole entire life, especially when I worked corporate, I could not function until I had a bath. Mm-hmm. like literally. And then I remember, you know, um, later years, I'd always joke with my, my, my friends. And I'd be like, I need to like have a bath first. Cause I just need to wash the day away. Right. And that was my language. And I didn't know. And like, I had girlfriends and other people who did the same thing as well. But again, we had no idea. Yeah. We just thought like, Oh, you have baths. Yeah. Okay. So we're it's the me same. Time. I'm yeah. We're the, the, we're the yeah. same. Yeah. We had no idea. Yeah. And then when I realized that I was an empath, my entire world, like it like hit me like a brick wall. I was like, Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Like a million light bulbs went off. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, so I think there's like some trends across the board too, because I've experienced almost everything that you have as well. So it's like, um, those physical ailments that pop up, whether it be a rash, a migraine, um, you walk into a room and you could just feel like, Oh, I could cut the tension in here with a knife. Like a lot of people don't feel that, which when you're an empath is very surprising to you because that is just like, yeah, that's why that's your me. life. Yeah. But for me too, another, um, kind of, way that I determine whether or not someone is an empath is, um, is if you walk into a room, you can close your eyes and you can kind of, you know, where the energy is coming from. Yeah. Um, you spin can, class. I get that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Where you're just like, I know there's like energy in the corner. Your eyes can be closed. You don't even need to know there's a person there, but there's something there that I feel. I would say that's, you know, mm-hmm. a good indication. Of and that's empath. just like getting like, that's getting more in tune with yourself too, to know all that. Yeah, exactly. Um, or, or it's like, um, oh, there's one more example that popped into my head. Um, it'll come to me. I'll, I'll, so being an empath, you know, once you realize that you're an empath, you start realizing what you need to do to like transform your life. And 
that is obviously understanding your energy. Mm -hmm. And I was horrible at it for my entire life up Mm -hmm. until probably the last two years. And I let everybody suck me dry. And we call it a lot in our world, energy vampires. So people who like literally seek soul seeking soul so they see your light right so like as a human they might not see your light but on a soul level they're seeing like i can go get something from her i need because if they're if they're of a lower vibration they're gonna come and take from you to fill themselves back up yes so okay sorry okay so if you think about um relationships or situations where you have maybe gone out I'll use me as an example. Um, In my previous life, um, an ex-boyfriend had, you know, a group of friends and one of the wives would suck me dry. Mm -hmm. Like I literally, it was awful, awful. And I remember like crying about it one night saying, I can't be around her anymore. Like I just can't. And of course I was searching for physical reasons why I couldn't be around her. Of course. Because I didn't know anything about energy so I was like oh I don't like the way she treats her husband or I don't like that because I could not figure out why I felt this way and felt awful for feeling that way and wanted to please him and be in the circle with him so to say this to him was like this big you know self-worth like I'm shitty that I'm putting up boundaries because I literally can't take it anymore so as an empath think about the people that you go to dinners with or you end up Mm -hmm. in a group situation and by the time you leave you can sometimes hardly see straight because somebody has been sucking you dry do you remember um a few years ago I had texted you after seeing someone I was getting in my vehicle and I said I almost vomited getting into my vehicle because I just the whole interaction just made me a made a physical reaction take place. Yes. It's crazy. And what's crazy about it is we deny that. Yeah. We put <laughs> it on ourselves and think yeah. that something's wrong with us. Yeah. Oh, it must have been the food. It must what have been. What did I this. eat? That's, and I think that's what I said to you too. I'm like, oh, it must have been, you know, yeah, the we, fries. We, don't, I ate we, are, or... we live, we such we disempower ourselves time and time and time and time again. And like when you're an empath too, and you're in a relationship with like a narcissist or somebody who's like really trying to take from you because mm-hmm. their wounds are so heavy, it is such a shitstorm. Like yeah. you just, you get sucked so dry and you like almost look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, who have I become? Because mm-hmm. like what they're showing me is like, you know, it's that straw. You yeah. keep giving them the straw and they keep taking and taking and taking. So as an empath, you have to develop you know, your, honestly, your self-care, you have to create boundaries. Yeah. I think that's really great. And that just uh, like reminded me what my last little tidbit was of whether or not you're an empath. It's let's say it's, if you're having a really great day and you have an interaction with someone and instantly you feel depressed or disappointed or sad, and you don't know why, like nothing has happened to you to make you feel this way, but yet it's almost like a switch goes off and you feel that after an interaction with someone. That's a huge indicator that you're an empath, especially if you're in a relationship with the person that's doing that to you. Yes. And also like notice how you feel around people. Mm -hmm. And I always say like, seek the light Mm -hmm. because for so long of my life, I put up 
and I mean, we all do put up with relationships, places and things because I was told to, or I couldn't let this person down, or I would go to this dinner or I would have to go on this trip because I didn't know how to say no. Right. I didn't know how to push, push myself first. You know, I stayed in so many things for so long because I was so concerned about how the other person was going to feel. And then that in turn drained my life force Mm -hmm. for years and years and years. And then I overcompensate it. Right. Right. I overcompensate it. It's like a vicious circle. It It all goes hand in hand. It just feeds off each other. And, And it all, and it's not as difficult as maybe you're thinking that it is to change your life in this Mm -hmm. regards is just really waking up and understanding that you're an empath and Mm -hmm. understanding you know that you have always had the power and as an empath we we give it away Mm -hmm. we give our light and our energy away constantly and you know think about your life too like have people said to you your whole life like oh I just love being around you I love chatting with you are people calling you because you know you give great advice and Mm -hmm. you know people are always coming to you for something like start noticing like are people just taking from you like you know you might have labeled it as like oh we're friends so I'll meet and I'll help them but then a part of you probably feels like you've been taken well there needs to be an energy exchange, not on both sides, like a balance of that exchange, not just from one side, always giving and not receiving anything. So I think that that's a really good topic is energy exchanges as well. So money currency is energy. That's all it is. It's Mm -hmm. literally energy. So we obviously see it as this physical thing. And so many people have so many words and struggles and everything with money. But again, that's a vibrational frequency. Mm -hmm. So you can make millions of dollars, but if you're not vibrating at the right frequency of that, it's never going to stay like what we talked about before, because it's all energy. Right. So somebody like me in my type of work, I do an energy exchange. I just, I don't even call it that, but that's what it is. So if you say, have a session with me, Um, you pay for your service and I actually use the money to close off your energy. So that means that I'm not spending my whole entire rest of my day with your energy in my field. And yes, I have learned (laughs) the hard way on that. The awful hard way. I've had lots of people who have taken from me. I've had people who, you know, said they're going to pay and never paid. And because my boundaries were so, you know, loose for like the last three years, I allowed that. But then I go the whole entire day, their grandma's talking to me, their guides are talking Mm -hmm. to me, all their shit is in me. Because one, I'm an empath, two, I'm a living portal and all the things, right? And that's all of us. That's not just me. That's everybody. Mm -hmm. So when you're paying for something, you're doing an energetic exchange. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's no different than, um, like trade, for example, it's just, we as a society have created currency basically is what it is. Yeah. You know, back, back in the fur traders, it was just, it was trade. Well, yeah, it was, it was an energetic exchange. Yeah. So that's energy, right? And that's a whole other rabbit hole topic because, you know, people are so wrapped up into money and what money means to them and, um, the hustle to get it, and where their blocks are and all that, but Mm -hmm. it's all energetic blocks for why you never have enough or why things are happening the way you, they are, or why you're wrapped up on, you know, 
anything to do with money. So energy is our life force. And honestly, this is the way the world is moving. We're waking up to it. We're realizing that for generations upon generations, there has been so much lineage that has been transferring through energy, through energy to now, where it's like our generation is waking up and saying like, okay, there's more to this. Mm -hmm. And what's happening now is we're healing, we're doing the work, we're going to start being conscious parents, we're going to start moving into conscious relationships. And the energy shift is going to start changing for the next generation. So like two generations from now is going to be wild. I feel like this type of conversation we're having on our podcast is like going to be so mainstream so mainstream it won't even be like a, a thing it'll and just be the way well, if the you world. if you think three generations from now honestly like your energetic body is just it's just going to be that's going to be the thing because the next generation is going to be more conscious the next generation is going to be even more contrast and then the, the fourth one is gonna there's probably not even going to be that many wounds well, i was just i was just gonna say think about all the healing that will take place if our generation, us right now are doing the healing. We're not transferring that to our kids and then, but they're going to have their stuff. So yeah. then they're going to heal that. And then just keeps going layer by layer, but in the most positive way versus what it's been. Cause if you think about it, like our great, great grandparents, most of them have probably immigrated somewhere. Our great grandparents, they went through depressions and war and just all this poverty, lack, straight, poverty yeah. like all of this. And they carry that and have transferred it to us. So if we're, we're not experiencing that and we're healing that, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a lot of work and it's, you know, to get the collective consciousness, but there is a tipping point going on and I'm going to talk about 3d to 5d energy. And what's happening is how I see it is say earth has like a whole entire like grid around it. Like how we're seeing like a mesh like bag and it's a grid and that energy, that energy follows around the 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 planet right so that's the energy that like the collective world is gridded into is an energy source and that has been 3d energy for <sighs> generations upon generations upon generations and that 3d energy runs off of fear it runs off of poverty it runs off of strife struggle anger lack all of like, all, all of the things same, like if you things. think about your childhood and you think about how you've been raised and your generation upon generation everybody has been in that energy oh yeah like even thinking back like I always remember my parents like the conversation around debt yeah. like we were always don't get me wrong we lived a very privileged lifestyle we got a lot all of the things if we ever needed anything we had it but there was still those conversations of debt or credit card or what if, if we, yeah it's fear, crazy. fear 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 is so strong like if you don't follow this path if you don't do this then you know you're gonna fail or people are gonna talk about you college or you have to go to college everything right? like, like all of the fears that yeah. everybody has lived with and you know then you pair that with your ego who let's call it what it is, is an asshole. Your ego serves you well and has been a good friend to you, but your, your ego likes safety. Your mm -hmm. ego likes to be safe. So every single time you're going out on a limb, you're getting off of, you know, the comfort zone, your ego is going to pull you down and do whatever it can to keep you the same. So your ego's going to tell you all the stories. That voice in your head is not you. Can I repeat that again? <laughs> yeah. That voice in your head is not you. That is your ego. And your ego will try and keep you the same. 
So what's been happening is there has been energy coming into, into earth and it has been, you know, 4d and now it's into 5d and 5d is joy, um, love, abundance, freedom, um, all the like high vibrational frequencies, right. And intent, compassion. So you're now living from from these type of energies, everything that you do when you're in 5D energy comes from heart center, comes from your heart. So someone like me, I had like, I was the walking billboard of 3D. Mm -hmm. I had high, high, high astronomical success in 3D, but I was running on the fear. I was running on the lack. Mm -hmm. I was running on the hustle. I was running on the not good enough. I got to, you know, carve my scoop out in the world because there's not enough. Yeah. You know, if, if you're successful, I can't be successful. And I really, really tried to, you know, to, to support everybody. And I really, really being the empath I am and, and, and awareness of my soul, I really tried to fight that energy, but the fear and the, the doubt and that whole programming, just programming, just programming, you'll read about it all in my book, uh, you know, caused me to flip my life upside down which was always meant to happen either way. So now I am personally integrated into 5D and it has been it has been the most astronomical journey of my life because what I was also doing is I'm a lineage holder so I carry lineage for my family that I'm reversing. And so as I was moving from 3D to 5D I was also reversing that energy. So long story short Everybody in the planet on January 12th is moving over to the 5D grid, whether you're aware of it or not. So what does that mean? That means that if you're not aware of 5D energy, you're the train that is now running on the wrong tracks. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? So you're on it, say you're in 3D energy and like life is great and all of this is bullshit and you know, woohoo, you guys are woohoo and all that. And you're just going full steam ahead on your train track mm -hmm. in the 3D train, but your train's actually on 5D tracks. So what's coming to me is, so Coco was talking about how her transition to 5D was the hardest work she's done. Mm -hmm. It's because she's been doing that in 3D energy. So because she isn't aligned with the energy of the world, all of these challenges are being put in front of her because she's making the change. So now it's going to be reversed. The people that aren't in the 5D energy um, and are living in a 5D energy net around the world, yeah. it's all of that energy is going to hit them 10 times harder and keep putting them in situations to move them into 5D. Yes. But it's going to be difficult because in order to move to 5D, you have to do the work. And so mm -hmm. you're going to be put in situations where you're going to have to dig deep to really be able to do that. Yeah. Cause your, your, your train ride now is going to be rocky. Mm -hmm. And let's be honest, like you can't, you can't, you know, do the work and put it, put 5D over top of three and say that you're in 5D. You, you have can't to wear the act, clothes. Yeah. You actually have to like embody it and switch your life and move it around. And Honestly, the energy is going to help you if you've already started to do the work. So to be honest, if you resonate with our work, you're already doing the work. You would not be listening yeah. to our podcast. You wouldn't be coming to our events if you weren't already waking up to the fact that there's something more. And that's the truth. Like so many people will be like, oh my gosh, like 
you know, they get the fear right away. Like, am I going to be in the wash machine? Am I going to be on the wrong tracks? And I'm like, if you're following us, even if you're doing like an inch, you're still doing an inch. Yeah. If our work resonates with you, you're okay. Like you're moving into 5D. Okay. If you're listening to this just out of shits and giggles and curiosity, no judgment for you, but your track might be hard. It, it might, might be. But also the fact that you are still listening and we're yes. how, how many minutes into this podcast shows that your soul knows exactly. that this is what it exactly. needs. Exactly. So show yourself compassion. And I remember last year at this time, I was following like a lot of mentors and they would be like, oh, you know, the new year's coming, you know, the typical mm-hmm. stuff. And and, you know, oh, it's going to be harder or this. And I remember like wanting to like puke being like, Oh my God, you know, it's going to be so hard. But here's the thing. You can't just read, um, and follow people and just hope that it's going to shift for you. You have to do the work. Like that's what my biggest pet peeve with people is like, they'll share like the astrology (laughs) of the week or the the energy report. Yeah. The the energy reports or the full moon, but then they're literally not doing anything different in their life. And they think that the moon and the astrology, which is what we all are yeah. is just going to move them along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to, it's going to start rocking you yeah. because I was living proof of that because I did not, even though I've been on this journey for four years, I did not listen. I was clinging. Mm-hmm. And so shit got so hard that I got to a point where I almost took my life because I would not listen. Mm-hmm. I would not listen. So I and it get it. Go, and it doesn't go away. That's the thing about this. Yes. If there's something hard in your life, or there's a shadow you need to work on, or there's a wound you need to work on, the thing it is, amplifies. is it will keep presenting itself until you deal with it. And it gets more and more uh, obvious that it's something you need to work on because you get put in a harder situation. Well, and it's funny, like we talk about energy and it's like, you know, when I had my awakening, you know whatever year 2016 like it's funny because people think that all of a sudden you just have an awakening and life is going to be good right it's like a switch oh yes. everything's great now and you know what for a little bit of period it kind of is because you're just like so in awe that you lived such a different yes. way for so long but then the work starts and here's the thing we make jokes about this all the time like earlier this year carly's like ignorance is bliss <laughs> yes. and i was like yeah i guess it is but then in the next sense i'm like you have human choice you can go back to your life at any time Time, the way it used to be and she was like you know what I couldn't even if I wanted to no because I say this over and over again once you know you can't undo what you've been told you can't it's like um it's like on the matrix you take the the red pillow yes. or the blue pill as soon as you take it you're in <laughs> yeah and it's like and it's all of our work like I always say to people who come to Nights of Coco and they really have like no idea what's going to go on because we don't even know how to explain it. And they come in and just like the energy in that room, you guys is life changing. And I always say to everybody, take a deep breath in because who you were when you walked in is not who you were when you left. Like the energy of your being is forever shifted in the most positive way, positive way. So energy, everything is energy. And you just got to like, take that in and really start letting it soak in, start understanding that everything is energy, all the relationships, everything is energy. And we will be talking about it all the time. It's our language. It's our words. It's who I am. I mean, we don't even know how to label me. We say like energy mentor, energy coach. What was the other one? Oh, energy practitioner. I mean, I don't <laughs> like labels at all, but I'm trying to find something. We're trying that, to personify so it. That, well, so that it's relatable to you guys to understand 
um, energy. And we're going to go deeper and deeper into things. But I think that this is a good point for you Mm -hmm. guys to let you guys just percolate this and think about the energy in your life and think about energy. Just let it percolate. And please visit us on our Instagram. It is Soul Rehab Podcast. And you can always DM us with any questions, any clarity, things that we can talk about to help you dig deeper because there's an infinite amount of knowledge between us and I can access any questions that you have and get clarity from the energy that surrounds me. So thank you guys so much for listening today and we hope that we, you know, brought that vibrational frequency for you about energy. Yeah. All right. Well, until next time, folks. See you. Thanks again.